Um, cool. Okay, let's jump over to talk about the rooftop scene. So let's play it once more. So this was probably the most fun to shoot. <laughs> um, that's because, like, if you look at it right now, it's at night, right? But we were planning to shoot it. Uh, well, I, I, in the daytime, I wanted to get it at twilight, so we had like yeah, a pink twilight, sorry. blue sky there. Um, but if you see, this is what happened. So it just immediately started pouring rain. Yeah, that's me going there to help hold Video Village together. Though the wind actually became really, really um, heavy. Uh, it started to lift the tent off. Um, yeah. That's why everyone's grabbing the tent. Um, so, so. And we, we switched to iPhone photos here, right? Because the, the camera that was shooting is not waterproof. So, yeah. um, but you can see the, the, the clouds there, which look amazing, actually. They're kind of cool looking. Yeah, um, but not for what we're doing. No, 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 no. <laughs> of course not. But they're, yeah. they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> the rain clouds are great, right? Yeah. Um, That's there's our a, DLP. There's a DLP grabbing lighting gear to help the the gaffer come inside. Um, yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, the big challenge about this was the rain, um, and it turned nighttime. But I think it really helped highlight your your uh, art direction. Yeah, I mean, so for this. Every every single situation, if you and this is probably something we can go in deeper mm. in the future. But in pre-production, every okay. situation, I made sure like there were interesting characters that drove the situation, and I I made sure they all had a color palette that made them stand out as their mm. own uh, vignette. So uh, for this, like the color palette, of course, was mainly pink and blue, and and I think nighttime really pulled it out. I'm a little sad though. I really wanted this shot to be twilight so that you can have more depth, so that you can get um, clouds in the back, some pink and like a, a blue, like dark blue, navy blue sky in the top. Mm -hmm. That's what I was hoping for. But it still came out really nice, well, especially I, with the neon lights on their face. Yeah, I think actually the the focus point of it becomes the neon lights at this point. Right? Yeah, it actually yeah. makes it stick out but more. I do want that depth. I, I was hoping I to get that. that depth. You know, I understand that as 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 your like creative filmmaker it's it's also like innerness one you know. one thing like so so i love this scene like don't get me wrong i really love this scene i think it turned out amazing but if if we just had more depth um with that sky yeah. it would have just made the world feel bigger sure. it would have made a situation feel bigger right sure, sure, rather sure. than being about like uh in in a corner kind of like this but it still is a very good piece um, you can actually notice, uh, you don't see it on this table, but if you back up to one of the shots, you'll notice like... Um, right here? No, go back to where you were. But just yeah. before you go, like if you see that, that chair on the oh. bottom left, the blue one. Sorry, one sec. There we go. Uh, okay. It actually Here. still has water droplets on it, if you notice. Yeah, yeah there, there, there's water on it, yeah. <laughs> it was still kind of raining, drizzling a little bit while we were shooting it. Um, yeah, that's actually right. It was it was shooting, but it was so light that like you couldn't see. You couldn't and see also it. like whenever you go to grade it, um, the blacks, you know, deepen so uh, Yeah, and like that's the only space you can really <laughs> see that, oh, it, in fact, it wasn't, yeah. it was still raining a little bit. Um, so that was cool. That was a, a cool, fun little so, shoot. Uh, one of the things I just want to, well, you know, you could talk a, a bit about the talents um, mm. here and and how they actually bring the scene together. Because I actually think that these talents were 
very a very good choice. Like very, the casting for these guys were was actually excellent because it's a, it's a group, right? Like I think mm. that's what's different than all the other scenes. Is this yeah. is a group of friends that have to work well together. Yeah. Um. And and this from from what I saw on set and like interacting with them, like when, when that rain hit, right? And we're like we're stuck there for two hours inside that room with them. Yeah. Um. Like you kind of saw their personalities, right? And it's very mm. similar to what, what they were on camera. So, so when I, when They're I made natural is what I'm saying. Yeah. When I made, um, when I decided on what characters are going into which scenes, right. I, I made like a wish list of things. I, I really wanted this group to be diverse because I didn't mm. want it to be just three kids on a phone, yep. like on phone. So I, I wanted them to feel unique and have their own kind of personality. I, I, I'm very happy with her because I wrote down as a wish list, like, I really want this one girl to be half African, half Thai. Because mm-hmm. I thought that was so interesting. That I thought that was yeah. going to bring so much to it. And then not thinking that I would actually get that, but I, I, I did. And yeah, she yeah. turned out great, right? Yeah. And she immediately, when you see it for the first time, it has a personality because of her. And also because of uh, uh, our guy in the middle here who's half Texan, half American, yeah. right? Which which is a little bit no, of... Te- half Thai, half... Texan, Texan. Uh, yeah. Thai have Texan, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, but he was also very energetic. When it's, we did, it's important because I'm from Texas. Oh, this. yeah, that, that one state. <laughs> no, but that's, that's why, I don't know, maybe that's, uh, you, why, maybe you that's why I like him, him so much. Yeah, no, but he's, he's cool. He was a, he's a ball of energy. He's like yeah. just power. That's true. Yeah. And, always, um, always happy, like always. Yeah. yeah, he's exactly like this. So I think they all kind of have good chemistry. They, uh, they, they. There's this concept of like an acting where it's you're sending the energy to the next person, right? You're you're, you're delivering the acting to the mm-hmm. the other actor so they can react and continue yep. that loop. And I think it it works really well because they all have good energy and they're sending it across and receiving yep. it, and and so they're that it worked. And it made this shot. You know, we shot this really quick. We shot this in like thirty to an hour, thirty minutes to an hour. Yeah, max. Um, because after, because of the rain yeah and, because and of the rain the amount of time overtime that we could afford yeah and also what was great was we had like one rehearsal before it rained mm-hmm. so they already knew they're blocking and what they're supposed to do so marvelous like when we cast just on the top of it did, did you cast here. them together did they audition, audition so, together so as a group no they didn't get to audition together as a group but what we did was we didn't have them audition in a in a vacuum right we had um, some some other people like our own staff and stuff just act with them. Yeah. And then what we could see from that was, are they making the situation better? Are they? They react with people. Yeah, not just their reaction with our. Because just by the way, our our guys are not professional actors. So yeah. if they can, if they're able to be with other with guys that aren't actors and lift up the situation, make mm-hmm. it fun, even for them. Mm-hmm. Um, then that means it should work, right? And then um, during fitting, that's when they got to meet each other and then okay. confirmed chemistry was good. And did, um, did you do any rehearsals with them at the fitting? No, we didn't do any rehearsals at the fitting just because it was chaotic. We had... Um, yeah. Yeah, just we had so many clothes to try on. Before we got to the, <laughs> these outfits, yeah. each of these kids probably tried on like 20 other outfits. To, like, to arrive at this combination. At this, yeah, at this combination. We had our first set, didn't work, went back to the drawing board, figure out a new wardrobe, yep. and then tried it again, right? Um, I think it was three times before we got it right. Yep. And it was important for them because they need to feel unique. They need to feel 
energetic. They need to feel. And, and the client has to approve it. Too. And the client has to approve it. That's a whole it. other. Yeah. So, so did we send this to the client multiple times for them to approve? So we, the first round, I didn't like it all. So I was like, nope, let's redo it. Second round, I so still. So that didn't make it to the client. First no, round. the first round didn't. But then the second round, I still wasn't happy, but we, we, do, we need to move things forward, right? Mm-hmm. And so, okay, not happy yet, but let's see what the client's feedback is so yep. that we can combine those feedbacks for the final one. And then the final one, we actually like kind of knew where we're going. Yeah. We had a very clear idea. And then uh, we actually did fitting on that same day that we were shooting this shot. So while while we were setting up the bus uh, scene, we had them do the fitting. The clients were there right. to approve it. Because we shot the bus scene before right this. before this. Yeah. yeah. And then got got a lock. So good. We brought them in and it was fantastic. It worked yeah. really well. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. It yeah. really did. Um, a couple other things. Cut this out. <coughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, a, a couple other things I want to point out in this shot um, are technical, uh, more on the post-production side um, that I think a lot of people will enjoy seeing. So, like, if you watch before this, right, like, uh, this frame right here, go forward, there we go, um, there's no light on their faces, right? So if you just keep tabbing through, you'll see that the light pops up on their faces, and then the uh, finger hearts settle on the air, right? And this is all CG, right? Yeah. So those settle on the air, and then this is volumetric lighting on their faces, right? Volume, is yeah. That the term. So it's it's basically it's it's lighting done in post CG VFX. I, I'm 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 really not completely familiar with the mm-hmm. term, um, but I'm assuming that it means that it's reacting to them as a volume in 3D space. Yeah. Um, and so so that plus those lights are all CG, right? So mm-hmm. we approved this design. Uh, first, mm. the outline of like the hand yeah. with the finger hearts, right? Yeah. And then um, once the client agreed on the shape, then we put it into 3D where they like basically kind of like extruded it out, right? So so what we did is clients already knew that they wanted the mini heart because yeah. Hotstar is all about local content, Korean content. This so is very, This is very Korean. Yeah, so the mini heart is very Korean. And uh, so they knew that. So once we narrowed down the design of the mini heart yeah. and the colors, um, what we did is we took that design and then uh, because we had our, our blocking kind mm-hmm. of, we, we did our recce and so we know where the shot's going to be and stuff yeah. like that. What we could do was we could just take the shot, uh, take the symbols and kind of place it in where it could mm-hmm. be. And then because we shot this before the final day of shooting, yeah. on the final day, we we took the footage, like we just, the editor was on set too, by the way. So the yeah. editor shows like a take that he thought was great. Mm-hmm. He gave us just the, the play blast of that take. And then our, Elena, uh, our general graphics person, yep was able to take the AI files we created as a mock-up and do some test animations so that we can lock the movement, lock positioning and stuff like that with the clients and they can say yes or no to it. And then with that uh, all locked in, it was really easy for the CG team to kind of like recreate it in 3D and have it move and timing. Yeah, perfect the movement and the timing. Yeah. I mean, there were still slight adjustments, but it, it got... It we, got, we got it like seventy percent there, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, seventy eighty percent there, and then the rest was easy. Uh, as for volumetric lighting, yeah, that was really cool. They, um, well, first we had to settle on like 
And this is a good tip for anybody who's doing CG or animation and they're mixing it with live action, right? There's little things you need to figure out, like it's coming out from the phone, but you need to ask yourself that question, how does it come out from the phone? Mm -hmm. Does it just fly out or does it turn? And we purposely made it kind of turn so yeah. that you, it helps. Uh, you can see the turn here. So. Yeah. So we Otherwise it's quite boring, right? Just straight that up. That too. And then it looks like, when it doesn't turn, it looks like it's ballooning out. It's just like puffing up to its yeah. size, right? So but this way it's actually like coming out of that area. Of the yeah. And it, it, and it helps hide the balloon. So it feels like it's enlarging in a more dynamic and... Um, yeah, because, fast way. Yeah, because if you had a real finger heart in real life coming out of your phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But see, that's a trick, right? How to make it look real enough that you don't feel like it's in that uncanny right. valley. And, and movement helps with that. And if you notice, like, even the hearts kind of move an extra time. Mm -hmm. so oh, that yeah, yeah, you're right. Right. It, so it does this whole thing. So yeah. It's still spinning. So, so it goes up, it settles, and then and the settles, hearts. and the hearts continue. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's kind of cool. So it draws more attention. Is that to your the idea heart. or the the CG team VFS yours? Yeah, yeah, of course. Awesome. Um, no, but we we took inspiration from um, Mario. Actually, we took inspiration from uh, you know when the coins kind of pop up and Mario. Uh, yeah, Mario Brothers. Yeah, Mario, 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 Mario Brothers. That's the tie. <laughs> yeah, that's a tie. Try, try pronunciation. But yeah, so we took that. Even the sound design and stuff, we kind of took inspiration from that. And the sound design is really cool. Like, you can hear the little bit of like neon coming from it. Here. You can hear like the metallic, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that yeah. in it. So really, really great. Volumetric lighting. They mapped out the faces to make cool. sure that like it's it's shining at the proper yeah. distance that it fades off correctly. Um, so cool. you see One, it a lot in the girl in the right on her shirt and the guy's neck. That, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so there, that also I just want to point out as well, um, so, something a lot of people don't ever see and don't realize that you're doing is a lot of cleanup. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> excuse me for for one example right i'm trying to get it so if you notice here this building at the top right you see Amari. the yeah amari logo logo mm. um that's on that building in the back right right here yeah. um so we had to shoot with that and then we actually took that out in post right and yeah. put those three lines there so take and a that's, guess that's how just, we did that <clears throat> how you did it yeah uh how we got to that three lines it has some i don't know you tell me <laughs> so so there was a discussion between me and Chris, our the creative the director from yeah. yeah from Disney, and they're like, "Oh, let's remove it." And then I told Chris, "Like, I still want to keep color. I still want it to yeah, yeah. feel. It provides depth. Yeah, and it it doesn't make it look so just like blackout, right? Dark. So we're like, okay, let's do something. Told the post house, and that actually originally was so they removed the whole sign and they found a different sign for a bar <laughs> that was orange pasted it in mm -hmm. and then we went through it and was like well you know it's it's a little bit too obvious so they 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 raced it out left just the line and then just tripled the lines and put yeah, it yeah. on extended it right yeah yeah so but i think it makes the building look interesting yeah it does for yeah, sure and it gives a little pop of color so it does yeah yeah it's, but that's just something I wanted to highlight, like, that, that, that um, a lot of commercials that it's like the last finishing part, right? Like in, in Flame or Smoke, yeah. um, that, that you're doing things like that. So You actually get the Novotel as well on the left-hand side. And not this shot, but on the close-up shot, if I remember correctly. Hmm? Uh, if you go back a shot or two, back even more, sorry, the first one with them. Oh, no, you don't. 
they completely removed it. So yeah, it's on that final we, shot. Of course they removed it. In the final shot, you see Novotel, and they, they actually removed it. So, so let me just, for the record, as an executive producer, I would never let that happen. <laughs> yeah. So um, they removed that, too. So I think it's nice and clean. On the left was supposed to be a yeah. sign for the Novotel. Yeah, so that's cool. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, th- there's one other scene. No, one or two more, guys. We have Star Wars. We and still have Star Wars and the, Marvel. And Doctor Strange. Doctor yeah. Strange. Um, so let's. But <clears throat> before you skip the topic of like rotoscoping, if you look at the final shot, actually, when it's like the city uh, skyline. This? No, no, the final, final, like before the CTA, um, way in the back. Or tell me which way to go. Just go to your right. Go more, more, more. Oh, you're talking about this. This. Like, it, no logos appear, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. We removed every single logo building. Lo- Even, yeah. like, if you look right underneath, like, that plus symbol in the middle, mm-hmm. there's, like, a, a restaurant name. We actually removed that, too. Yeah. So that we're sure that there's nothing in there. It's all clean. And that's really cool, actually, yeah. what they did with that shot. They actually made a 3D layout of the buildings again yeah. so that they can layer the, the, the plus symbols coming up yeah. in the back. Um, it was just cre- pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay, let's jump over real quick to Star Wars. Yeah. So love this scene. <clears throat> yeah, you should. You're a Star Wars. Yeah, I'm a, a Star, Star Wars, Wars fan. So um, this here is a shot, time lapse shot. <clears throat> excuse me, of Bangkok and that's the Mahana Khan mm. Tower in the background. Yeah. I'm just gonna play it real quick. Okay. Probably the shortest sequence in the movie. It is. Yeah. It is. But for me, it's it's one of those powerful moments. So this is cool, right? This is probably like the best, maybe the most iconic thing (laughs) in the movie, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, in the in the commercial. Yeah. So this you, and the Doctor Strange portal, I think, are the two coolest. Yeah, but Star, Star Wars is way more iconic. Than Strange. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so the fact that like you have this lightsaber, yeah, popping up out of the skyline, is yeah. super cool, right? Um, anything you want to say or talk about on this? So, like, this, I think for me, what's really cool about this shot is is right from the storyboard. What I did is I made the storyboard and I broke down the storyboard into visually what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, what the sound effects are and what the VFX are. And I think what works really well for this scene, apparently, it's sort of, it's the halfway point of the film. And what we do is we kind of make it like a fake out, right? Like it's, you go from the last scene where the sound kind of dies out and you come into here, it's almost perfect for like a CTA. Yeah, so it's it's dead, right? Yeah, like you can just imagine like their logo fading in, right? But instead... The sound effect of the lightsaber. And it coming up at that time. It just makes the film film have a second life and and Mm -hmm. it it changes the pacing up to make the film still interesting. 60 seconds is a short time, but how do you keep someone interested for 60 seconds is, is always interesting. And so obviously like this here... Is a shot on screen. We jump to this. This is all green screen in the background. Right? Yeah. So this is actually the same house as the flower shot in yeah. the beginning. So to save time, we we made this work in another room. Yeah. So luckily they had a room in the back that had the um, the windows in the back kind of were similar to sorry the door uh, in that room was similar to what you would find in a condo. Mm-hmm. 
So what we did is we green screened it out and then uh, we changed the curtains to be deep dark curtains, like uh, blackout curtains like that, so mm -hmm. that it felt more like a condo. Mm -hmm. And what the post team did is they put the Star Wars shot in. They actually gave it a little glare as if it's coming through a window. And if you notice, they add, added a balcony in the yeah, back the there too. Yeah, the and glass wall. Yeah. Right. So that, that made it feel even more real. But it's actually a house on the first floor. If yeah. Any, if and and, and so, so the, the cool thing right there on this is that it transitions from the lightsaber to her reaction, right? Yeah. Which is actually a key moment, right? Mm. If you're shooting this and you just watch it and then she doesn't do anything, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right? Like you got to get a reaction out of her. Yeah. So, so what for me, again, like coming back to characters, I, I purposely made sure every character had was interesting and had a story, right? Mm -hmm. So for this couple, for me, the backstory was he's like Thai guy and this is like a hot girl. Like um, he's like a super fan for Star Wars and then he finally found the girl who's super as... Super fan also. Yeah, also yeah. a super fan and is also kind of hot, right? And then um, for him, he has that, if you notice, like the acting is very interesting because he has that first moment where he's looking at her tender in love and then it's broken with her kind of like hey, look at this, right? And it calls yeah. attention to what they're and watching. And it's that cool, much cooler, right, for that, that guy, right? Because like, yeah. that's, that's the dream, right? It's yeah. to like, find someone you really like, you're attracted to, and also loves... The same things your you Your video do. games, Star Wars, that, that whole thing, right? Yeah. So, like, I think, like, within one to two shots, you can tell a whole story of a person. So... In that one single shot, you could tell he's a Star Wars fan. He found the girl of his dreams, and she's as, as into it as he is, right? Yeah. And then we cut to the next thing to just as a validation of what they're watching, which is mm -hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, yeah. Reaction. Yeah. And then this reaction shot, didn't plan for it, but decided to put it in just because it's already very short compared to all the others. So having this extra reaction shot kind of, kind of like it's that final send-off for the this vignette and mm. it works quite well like their smile and laughter is just beautiful yeah, yeah. okay cool um let's oh I, this is probably oh. one shot worth pointing out is set design really works here a lot too like when you look at it you understand how much they're star wars fans based on the set design right you can see yeah, you like, got like the hands on the solo, hand solo. you have like the head down there of a stormtrooper you have a atat yep. on the left more posters on the on uh, on the right and the more posters on the left if you look at the shot before you see like uh, Grogu underneath the light stand you see more po posters around them and stuff like set design helps tell that story sure right yeah um and then you have Marvel's Marvel Doctor Strange yes so that would be the beach before Star Wars there we go here we go okay so this was really cool because of the special effects fan <laughs> you like that fan I a lot <laughs> so the cool thing about special effects fan Thank you for um, allowing the budget for it, by the way. <laughs> I would I would have paid for that myself. <laughs> um, so let me just jump over and find this. So this was the very last scene that we did. One thing, first off, I just want to say is really cool about this, right, is the set. Yeah. Because um, this, like, obviously the focus is on him, so I don't think a lot of people realize this, but, like, this has all been set up and designed um, yeah. for the actual shot. Um, and then... My second favorite thing about this <laughs> was the special effects fan, right? Yeah. I love special effects fans. They're yeah. super fun. Um, 
and here's just a video of it because I want to show it off. So it's got a gas motor, right? So it's like pretty strong. And you can see that you and the AD sitting there and he's standing <laughs> in for the actor, right? Like how he's supposed to sit up, right? But you can see that it backs him up and, a little and, bit. Yeah, that's actually like a real reaction like yeah. when he stands up because it's actually quite strong. Yeah. Um, I think there's some more videos of, of it. Um, yeah. And everybody, if you... You dig my cool hat, let me know in the comments below. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but just saying. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. All right, let's talk about it. Though. Let's break it down. Um, so the purpose of this scene. So this scene is, uh, again, like we because it's Disney+, Plus, we need to talk about all their brands and franchises. And one of their um, brands underneath Disney+, Plus is Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. yeah. And uh, at the time, like, Doctor Strange, when we were shooting, Doctor Strange was in the theaters. But we knew that when we're, we're about to air, it's going to about to be on Disney+, yeah. Plus Hot right. Stars. So they wanted to include it because it's a well-known brand. Mm -hmm. A lot of people love it. So this whole sequence is supposed to be this guy who's a Marvels fan, clearly a Doctor Strange fan. Yeah. What's really cool about him... Um, is I purposely, when we're going through characters and creating characters, I was like, this guy, like, to, to fill in the demographic of, like, the 40s to 50-somethings, to yeah. I was thinking, okay, let's make it a guy. Uh, 40 to 50-something, because it's Doctor Strange, I was like, let's make him, like, a cool surfer dude version of Doctor Strange who's tired, right? Yeah. And then... Um, and then that's cast. We actually got the guy in casting. Mm -hmm. He looks like this already, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and then if you notice, like we added the gray stripes on the side of his hair, so yeah. it matches Doctor Strange. Yeah. And uh, the crimson towel. Yeah, right. I purposely added the crimson towel, so it looks was, like Doctor was, Strange's. Cape. Was that planned from the beginning? That was planned from the beginning. All of that was planned out. Uh, we were looking at like getting a a blue. Um, suit for him too yeah. but uh, the blues that we found were the wrong kind of blues it was too bright so it looked more like Fantastic Four yeah, so yeah, yeah. we settled with black which I think worked out better right it did it worked out great it worked out great and back to what so you were kinda, saying it's kind of a throwback to Doctor Strange and, yeah you know. so he's like a hats off to Doctor Strange of course he's yeah, like a Doctor too. Strange fan watching <laughs> Doctor Strange and, and as you said like all of this is added in all the set design so what we did is we looked at several locations for the beach Mm -hmm. but because a beach is kind of different from like the house or anything like that, yeah. right? It doesn't dictate too much how we set it up because beaches are usually sand and then trees in yep. the back. So we took the KV we did originally for a different beach and we just adjusted positioning and reapplied it and we got all of this. And I made a color palette for this to be oranges and reds uh, with hints of like blues, teals, and and greens just to like uh, accentuate the yeah. the um, just to cut the the yellows that we have there. Yeah, so you can see a bit like a bit more of the the props and the colors and everything. Yeah. There. So that was, and if you can notice, like actually this is on the left side. Yeah. And on our actual shot, it's on the right, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, which so is simply because we flipped it. Yeah, that's right. Post. We did flip that shot in post. Yeah. Um, and that was because of how it's cut. Right? Yeah. So there's this. And then so that he's looking from... Left to looking, right. Yeah, he's looking to right of screen. Yeah. And the, the portals to the right as well, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so... So that it just mentally feels... 
feels correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then and then also the orange on him, I think. Yeah. So what we did is, uh, I think you haven't played this whole scene in entire, oh, sorry. its entirety yet. So, so we All can right. go through it. Here we go. Yeah. All right. There we go. So now, so, now, now we can break the scene down. <laughs> yeah, now we have context for what we're doing. <laughs> Sorry about that. We were talking about it for like five minutes. No, it's a, it's a cool scene. It's easy to get excited about this scene. Um, so what, what the viewers don't see is actually like this shot, and when he stands up is the same shot, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we had the camera on a dolly. Uh, we, and then we had the wind machine already turned on, and then right. once, once it's cued for him to see it, the wind machine turns at the same time towards right. him. And that's what kind of makes his cape fly off. Right. Um, and then we also had maxi lights. Um, maxi brute. Maxi brutes, yeah. You can see that in this shot here I just had. So, um, and that's that's what was giving him the orange glow. You can yeah. see there's this uh, piece of CTO, this uh, orange gel that it was punching through. Yeah. So that helped give that orange light. So it does feel like it just opened up and it, it you know, right. it's uh, brightening him up. That's what's giving the wind. So you can see there the AD standing in for him, right? So yeah. you have the AD there, camera's pushing in this way, and then the maxi brute right there. Mm. And the wind machine was so strong. Some takes, it actually blew the, <laughs> it actually blew some of the, the umbrellas away off okay. the ground and, into the back. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. That's why I, lo I love special effects fans. Yeah, like, so we ended up turning it on, like, for the takes that we're using, only 60% of its full strength. Like, at 100%, the guy can't stand. He literally yeah. will yeah, fly yeah, off yeah, of the course, ground. Of course, That's <laughs> awesome. So let me just get there. So uh, one thing that, like, I think everybody wants to talk about yeah. is this part. This, just his, the face, right? Or yeah. this, or the portal. Yeah, the, the 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 portal. Okay, yeah, yeah, the portal, the cool part this, of it. This this is not stock. This was custom created <laughs> for this spot. So so two things. So one thing is pre-production was we did good job at pre-production. Yes, like very this well. just so you know this shot the shot of the the mountains are stock. Mm -hmm. right? Um, right. And we had to, just because of our tight timeline, we actually had to predetermine what stock footages we used before we shot. Right. So we, we actually, a week or two before we shot, we had to have the clients choose what shots they're going to use right. for both the Star Wars lightsaber scene, this and the end scene. Yep. And then... Um, we gave that to the post-production house. Yeah, and what they did is they actually did uh, mapping. So they took the information from the shot and they spent probably a few days kind of mapping out the position of everything so that when they place the portal in, they're placing it into actual 3D space. Yep. So the portal... And the way they do that is they kind of use all the geometric... Um, lines and stuff and they create like a grid for it basically right. and then they can place the portal in and the portal is custom made it's not something we it's not an asset we were able to get or anything yeah like well that. we we got a asset from uh disney which was sorry from marvel which was um a ready-made portal mm. on an alpha channel yeah um but what what happened was you can't use it on this because you can't turn it. Yeah, the perspective like, is not correct yeah so but it was still good enough information and this is again like if something can't be used, doesn't mean it's not worth anything. It's, right. it's still worth studying. Like yeah. the team took the time to study how 
the Marvel team actually made it work. Mm-hmm. Like how the the sparks fly, how the glow works in its environment. Yeah. At, and they found that there's actually smoke that comes in in the middle of mm-hmm. the portal. So they added that in too, if you notice. Yeah. And that helped make it much more realistic. And the shot that we had of this is like bright sky during the day. So they did volumetric lighting so that you have lighting on the reflections in the water. Yep. If so you notice. Yeah, just below there. Yeah, and then you, it also hits the the mountains. And we kept the boats, even the ones in the background, so that you have a sense of scale. Yep. Like This is how big it is compared to these boats. Mountains are great for a sense of scale, but when something large is next to something large, you can't tell how large it right. is. If something small is next to something large, then you can tell it quite yep. well. And then uh, we added the the clouds in the back we dimmed it all down add the clouds in the back and we actually added like lightning in the clouds yep so that it's right here just so much more menacing yeah um and then what was interesting is we didn't have the portal in color grading so we had to grade it without the portal halfway so, so just real quick i just want to mention like how long it was to create this thing right so <laughs> yeah um i think it was like a three a, a two week process yeah, roughly two and a half weeks, something like yeah. that. Created. So I remember it took like a week to a week and a half just to get um, a 3D. Uh, a first like, yeah, like yeah, it's a, preview. But, but, but it, this was not a render, right? Yeah. So like we, I mean, it was a grayscale render, right? So mm-hmm. there's no colors. There's no reds, orange lights. There's no, you know, none of this star um, negative space yeah. in the middle. No smoke even, right? Yeah. It was just literally how... Um, the grayscale, um, how the the 3D object, how it was mm. generating the the sparks and everything, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember that uh, the VFX supervisor that was on set was showing it to us while we're shooting um, in between a, a take of the shark at at the the floating market, right? Yeah. And he's showing it to us, and we're like, "Oh, that's so cool! Like, mm. you know, wow! Like, this looks." Just like the portal, and he's like, "No, I'm not happy with this. It's not behaving correctly." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, so I have, you know, he's he's like that detailed, right? Yeah, very detail oriented. Ali is a um, the head he's of a CG. monster. Yeah. He's a yeah, he's a monster. And um, so here we actually had just just for viewers' reference, um, they when they did the first test shot, they did just a. A still photo preview for us too. That was like fully yeah. with the stars inside so, so, and everything. So, so as in a full render. Right? A full render. So so this is like the day before. No, this was this is um, they did one full render um, for us to to do of of one frame of one frame to right? do so like it's a still um, image so that it looked like this. Yeah, right. And they did it specifically just so that the clients can be like, oh, do you know minor and, adjustments? Yeah, and then that still image. That looks like this, yeah. just the still the first one, yeah, one that was frame. rendered out rendered out out of uh, a single Mac, uh, Mac uh, iMac. Mm. Took them three hours yeah. to render it out. And, and the, the, <laughs> the the fun part right about this whole thing was that that still image right that was rendered took that long right, and we had to everybody had to approve it because I think this was the day before something Final like that, Export, yeah. right? And so we all approved it. Fortunately, like, and the, the client was very, very understanding about this. Yeah. Like they understood that they had to approve it. And we were very careful to make sure we showed them all the bits and pieces, you know, in the mile of uh, the li- milestones and, and timeline to get to this place. Right. So, yeah. so it was very, very directed. 
Uh, and then when we, we showed this to them the day before, everyone was okay with it. And then they literally rendered it. And the first time that we ever saw it was like in the final export. Yeah. And there was no going back. Like that was it. Well, what you don't know okay. is. <laughs> I actually got COVID that week. So, yeah, so I was, I wasn't even able to go to the post house for this, but I was watching my WhatsApp and my emails yeah. and everything constantly. So, so what two things happened that was kind of interesting that day. Um, one was the first render they rendered out from some sort of miscommunication within like the CG team didn't yeah. actually have the stars. It was just an empty portal that you can see I into did see the that. back. I did see that. Right. And that was in the morning and we're like, Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, but Ali through like sheer trickery, he he understood like okay, it's fine. I'm gonna render out just the the portal, like the inside of the portal, and then I can fit it in. Yeah. Right? He he knew how to do it, so he he just kind of rendered out the fo- the the sorry the portal alone. That took less time, <laughs> and then what he didn't tell me was like okay, here's the portal, and I was like why does it say V5? And he's like, oh, well, I rendered it out five times to do a test, different ways. Yeah. And, and so he, if you notice, like there's actually parallax in there where we see like the stars yeah. moving yeah. a little bit. So he did four, other, four or five other tests where it's moving at different speeds and different rates. And this kind of was the best one right. out of them all. And he sent only the best one to me. And I'm like, can I see the rest? He showed me and it was like, yeah, you saw, you sent the best one the first yeah. time, and only that. It, it's so one one thing to note, right? Is um, and I don't know if this is during that stage or not, but like the how, how this is created, right? Whenever you're doing CG like this, my understanding is that this is a generator, right? Like you basically input uh, mm. like coordinates or you input thresholds, right? Um, and limits and that sort of thing yeah. into the the program that that creates this, and then it generates it. Right. Yeah. And then if you want it to change and it's not behaving, then you have to change those coordinates, those, those thresholds, those perimeters. Right. Yeah. And then there's parameters and then it will generate it in a different way. Right. And so like mm-hmm. the whole thing that we all, and this is the one thing, like whenever we do any kind of a commercial um, that has any kind of liquids. Yeah. Right. It's like this whole, the whole issue of like, it's not just the amount of time, like, like, yeah, maybe it takes one day to render out mm-hmm. the, the liquid sequence, but you have to render it out, look at it change it, adjust it, render it out again. And, and then you have to do this over and over and over. So like, that was the really like scary part about it that I was talking about. A moment yeah. Ago, right. It's like, if it doesn't behave the way you want, like we didn't have any time to go back and change those parameters. Yeah. So, so for this shot, like the parameters were basically the, the bits of flying, uh, which was sparks. The sparks. Yeah. yeah. And then the water in the bottom, as you can see, like, it's interacting, yeah. The, the reflections, which looks super cool, because they had to actually make water. Yeah, they didn't, because they didn't, it can't it can't reflect off of the stock video. Yeah, so they had to make like water that goes on top of it so that it can reflect properly. Right, right. So when you're talking about the whole rendering out, for anybody who's learning this, right? If we, it's a <laughs> yeah, if your client says like. You can just do it real quick. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> no, like, not, not to make it photo real. Even with a render farm, when we actually rendered out the final version, yeah. we had a whole render farm yeah. uh, with, like, a whole render farm. I don't know how many blades we had, but uh, it still took six hours or something like that yeah. to, to render out. It was, it was you know, and we were cutting it close, man. <laughs> yeah. The, the shark was actually the one that's hardest to render. That's right. Yeah, if you just go forward a little bit while we're talking about it um, quickly is... So they had to render this shark, as you can see, we did tests, we did all that, 
But well, this is the liquid, like I was talking about. Yeah, right? they had to render out how that liquid interacts with that fin and the tail that's moving in the background. Yeah. Especially this shot, they had to basically kind of almost recreate the water on and, top and there. time it with the bump too. Yeah. So right. and, and then you see how the water is going on the fin. And one thing I wanted to point out that like I actually suggested on set is um, they were they were doing this backwards, right? So like the first initial bump was. L left up like that like if the shark's coming yeah when we were shooting it i noticed in the monitor because i was sitting there like even though I'm, I'm i'm the ep on the set like i'm sitting there like being that extra layer yeah right and i'm also a director and was a dop back in the day so like i have a bit of experience doing it too so um that that's one advantage that i do have um which is something i i felt that helped with us on this right is it like if you had bumped it up this side first it wouldn't make sense for the the shark to hit it and the right side bump up, right? Yeah. Like, so that was the thing that like we had to make sure. So like when you're shooting stuff like this, like not only is it like just getting the shot, the acting and everything, but it's also making sure having the VFX supervisor, the DOP, everyone paying attention to make sure that you're going, you're doing this correctly so that that CG is going to interact with it yeah. in the correct way later. Yeah. Also like another thing to, on, to add on top of that is it's not just the side that they're hitting, right? If you notice like the shark is actually coming out of water. So if you look at the shot before, you'll notice the shark is actually there and it's slightly, it's going slightly into the water. If you notice like mm -hmm. the fins going down slowly, right? Yeah, so it like goes down so, and up, right? So yeah, it goes down and up again and it comes up on this shot, uh, the next shot. Um, and oh, then yeah, yeah, yeah. the way we made it is it looks like like maybe the tip of the fin or the back of the shark mm -hmm. hits the, per the, the boat and then it comes out. Yeah. And the way that where the shark hits the boat makes a difference because if the right. shark was already on top of water and hit the boat it wouldn't lift up it right. would go to the side, the side yeah. yeah so we had to like plan all that out yeah. in advance like that's where when you're doing recce's and you're doing like um right. previs and, and that's, that's why it's so important for the vfx supervisor or yeah. CG supervisor, right, to be there on set. Not just on set. We, I yeah, had prep like on set three yeah. or four meetings, like that were hours long, about all of the shots to yeah. go over it. And we, we're he's the one who actually helped us figure out the movement, how it should go, how it should. Yeah, yeah. And stuff you you like got to the someone who's experienced like that. Yeah, it's going to help a lot. Yeah, and but that's the fun of the job, right? Like we do this so that we get to do cool stuff, but we also get to collaborate with cool, right, interesting people. Um, so back to the. Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we... We covered pretty much everything. Um, is that every single scene in the... Yeah, that's pretty much every single Eric, scene. Do we have any any others that we didn't... Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so that is literally... Oh, the, the one thing we didn't talk about is this sequence. The... Uh, Montage. Yeah. Yeah. So all these... I don't know, man. You, I was actually sick at home at the time, so you, you can yeah. probably talk a bit about this. But this is like the... Um, the tie ties everything together. Yeah, so basically, like, it's saying, like, okay, these shows... Sorry, I'll play it so we have some context. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, you go. So here we go. So it's a plus sequence, right? Yeah. This is Disney Plus. So this is... We call this the montage. Yeah. Uh, because it's a montage, basically. Okay. Um, what's cool is this shot before, what we actually had to do in order to get the top of the hearts in frame... Uh, and have enough time that we can register it before we go into the montage is the back end of this acting, we actually have to speed up 
so that okay. we had enough time for the reactions to hit the marks exactly before this plus symbols came in. Right. And these plus symbols were done uh, in 3D and then put into flame so that it, they can animate it. Yep. But um, we actually did mock-ups of everything when we were doing our offline. Mm -hmm. So like offline was, offline is like 80% everything, yep. right? Like pacing, everything was already determined yep. in offline. And then, and then online is basically just reapplying it in a better way, right? right. So these, these symbols that you see, um, not these, sorry, the, the plus symbols are actually done in 3D and you can see it, it reflects the scene that's happening inside. So you can yep. see like how Baymax is layered on itself and then next scene and next scene. We did spend a lot of time working on like uh, the getting the title size right, mm -hmm. finding shots. Um, this is the one part where I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I had a bigger clip pool to choose from because I think there yeah. there could be very interesting scenes. But because of all a lot of these shows are either currently on or not aired yet, um, there is kind of that limitation of oh yeah. well, can't can't show that. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, and then this we had to recreate. We had to create everything. So we had to... I probably spent a good three or four hours with Peter working on this. So he made it first. He took a day or so to make it. Peter was... Peter Kim was the flame artist. Okay. And then so he, was, he created this in flame. He created all this in flame. Um, but then we had to sit down for like four hours probably working on, you know... The movement of it because yeah, there, there was a bit there was a big thing right here i remember so this when you have this and then it tilt up yeah right that was a big uh yeah we had to do sky extension a little bit and then you know go and then have that transition to, to get it. this move right here so it feels smooth right yeah. but if you notice one thing like the placement of the plus symbols aren't just they're kind of random but they're not mm -hmm. right so we we made three layers uh, of them. It looks yeah. like more because of the size, but we actually made three layers of them. And then one thing... It's supposed to be all random speeds, right? Yeah. But then one thing we also did to help is um, we finessed a lot on that trail. Like, how thin is it? The trail can't start from the beginning if not, it looks like crosses flying right. up in the sky, right? So it has to only start when it's starting to speed up yeah, then the, the trail so starts. These, these trails that you're seeing right here, right? Yeah. And that's back to animation where you, there is a logic to the movement. There, it's not just random. The other thing that uh, we did is if you notice this middle one that's the biggest, um, we use that as motivation for the camera. Mm -hmm. So the camera just doesn't randomly go up. It's going up because this guy's up. It oh, follows a, that guy. Yeah, about to get out of frame. And we had to finesse a lot with getting the timing for that to feel good. Right. right. And that's something where it just comes with like testing and testing and testing yeah <laughs> yeah it was fun man it was fun i enjoyed every cool. moment of it well that yeah. is i think it that's the production side of it yeah uh post i don't know what else there's talk about other than like the offline cut and then the online yeah. part of it but i mean we pretty much covered it um yeah yeah cool anything um, else you want to mention or well like for me it's the characters like when i was talking to eric while while you were uh out of the room but like you look at and this is for every story that you're creating right mm -hmm. yes the fantastical moments when like the flowers come out when the the, the portal comes star wars mm -hmm. and all that those moments are the payoff right but the thing that gets you to the moments are the characters 
like yeah, this always, man yeah so like this girl as soon as the like when we started with her the whole purpose was she has to grab your attention uh, we have to know who she is within the first shot so like yep. this first shot you know she's a rocker girl you know she's like you know she's a bit more edgy yeah, yeah and like you know, even but she's still watching Encanto, and that tells yeah, yeah. a lot about her personality in yeah. two shots. And then it keeps your interest in what's going to happen next. And right. that's 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 throughout the whole story. Every character leads you to the next thing. Sure. And never forget the characters. People want to watch characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's that's the thing, right? That like you know, a lot of people always. Sorry, a lot of filmmakers that are just starting out, like. They're always focusing on like the coolest, latest equipment, right? They're yeah. always focusing on the latest, greatest editing software mm-hmm. and whatnot. And like, I mean, that's cool. Like, we all, to a certain extent, especially now being mm. 2022, right? And like everything's completely digital, we're all a bit of some sort of a tech, tech friendly, tech savvy yeah. in that that way, right? But the whole thing is that 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 does not do anything at all for the person watching the video, yeah. right? So if, if you're, if you're um, so, so for example, like this is playing all over some trains, billboards, stuff in town, right? Like anyone shopping in order to grab, grab their attention, they don't care. Like you could have shot this on an iPhone yeah. and it grabs their attention and then it did the purpose of what the advertisement is supposed to do, right? Yeah. Um, same thing for movies, whatnot, right? But I think that that's something that's really, really important is for everyone to understand your story uh, the feeling that it conveys, the messaging that, mm-hmm. that you're you're speaking to people, um, and and the way that those characters, like you said, uh, yeah, drive it forward. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like this one, like you see, and and that's where like the art of directing comes in. Is like you're not just oh, I want this, I want that. You're, there's a logic to it. Like why do they have to have headphones that are? They're, why are they sharing the same headphones? Right? Because right? they're. Experiencing, experiencing it together. Yeah, exactly. They're like, and it also in that one single thing tells, sh- shows that they're experiencing it together. They're enjoying it together. They're connected by the same thing um, yep. in in a symbolic way. And then it also talks about their um, their income, right? Like yep. it talks about where who they are in the demographic we're talking about. Right. Their environment tells that story too. Right. Like everything is something that helps push that story sure. along. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, you can actually just see that in, in every single character. Yeah. So, um, cool. Okay. I think we have wrapped up the, yeah. Yeah, the, the episode about Disney. Um, that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Next episode, we'll we, talk about we'll, we'll, we something know. else. Yeah. <laughs> All right.